0: For the third year and counting, Richard Skipper has been celebrating the artists you love. Richard Skipper is all about celebrating life, art, and his guest body of work. Please join us while he showcases these diverse and talented individuals. Here's Richard Skipper.
1: Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Richard Skipper Celebrates. Who or what are you celebrating today? Well, today is National I Like You Day, and the two guests that we have on the show, I like a lot. Uh, Today is also National Pasta Day, uh, it's International Artist Day, and these are two very good artists. I wanna share a couple of uh, unusual CDs or albums that I have. This is Carol Channing and Webb Pierce. I bring this on because this was an unusual pairing Uh, a duet album. And this is one of my favorites. And I hope our guests will actually do this song uh, together. It's called Together Again for the very first time. And it's Carol Burnett and Martha Ray. Our guests tonight, of course, are Seth Sykes and Nicholas King. Both have been on this show individually. Individually, they are phenomenal entertainers. Together, it's dynamite. Don't believe me? I want you to see each of them individually and then we will see them together and then you will see them on the other side i'm going to start with nicholas king i'm only doing this alphabetically i want them to know that so here he is
0: once i get you up there where the air is so rarefied we are gonna glide so once I get you up there, I'll be holding you so from near You might even hear all of the angels cheer Because we're together, weather-wise, it's such a lovely day But if you just say the words, we'll beat those birds down to Acapulco Bay Hey, it's perfect for a flying Say, so come on, fly with me. Come fly, let's fly. Back up, let's fly Troubles, go take them out for a walk. They'll burst like bubbles in the fun of a Sunday in New York station will send me there in a chariot of steel and chrome I'm one of the thousands who twice each day find their grateful way and tomorrow once more I will ride that long track into the city I love and then later right back and Grand Central Station yes. Your head.
1: Had enough as the Republicans used to say, I think not. Here's Seth Sykes, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome to the stage, Mr.
2: Seth Sykes. Happy days are here again. The skies above are clear again. So let's sing a song of cheer again. Happy days are. I better take my day. So hallelujah, come on get happy Get ready for the judgment day
1: Wait, 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 I want more. And
3: here they are. Ah!
2: <laughs> here we are. Live this in person. This was something
3: I wanted to, to tell you ah, for, okay. for quite a while. And if that's not a segue, I don't know what
0: is. Uh, Dear Mr. Sykes, okay. I'm thrilled to be your guest. And I hope that you'll believe me when I say I love the way you thrill me. When you sing, you really kill them Every time you do a Judy Garland show Yes, it's swell to sing some songs with you Here lovely 54 Glow
3: <laughs> Hit it! Now, with that said, there's something I've been meaning to ask you for a very, very long okay. time So, let me think about it now, okay. <laughs> Hey there, Seth. Have you got some songs? Hey, Nick. I got some songs. How What kind of songs? I'm Too many songs.
2: I got sheet music piled all over the place. I got two little songs and two little bass. But what kind of songs? All kinds of songs.
0: One, two, three! It works! (laughs) Who (laughs) cares if the sun cares to fall in the sea?
1: Show for tonight, everybody. If you want more, tonight,
2: you know, tonight. go tonight. to
1: Earthland and see them uh, live with Susie Mosier at eight thirty tonight. <laughs> so that's why we're doing an earlier show tonight, so they can get across town. Hello, guys, and welcome. Hi. I'm Richard, I first of all, congratulations. Uh, you guys are powerhouse together. Uh, I've interviewed both of you individually. Uh, how? Who planted the seed for this show?
2: Liza Minnelli.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> did you really? No. I'm well, figuratively. Yes. Very fun. So right.
1: how did it begin? Uh, who, I mean, where did it begin? The
2: tr- So that concert you just played, um, we'd met once before. Like once, um, in passing. And uh, two nights before that show, we were both walking down Ninth uh, Avenue, Yeah. late at night, had a couple drinks, and I said, Nicholas, I'm with Nicholas. Just past each other on the street. And uh, I said, I, I wish, uh, he said, oh, I'm excited for your show. You have a show coming up. And I said, I wish I'd thought to ask you to be a guest um, because it would have been so great to have all these guests coming. And he said,
3: Well, I'm free. So I want to come and see it. You know, I, I didn't never think
1: say of- you're free in this business. Let's <laughs> stop right now.
3: I said, I said, No, I, I don't, said, don't, I, I wish
2: don't. I'd ask you. You know, what he said was, well, well, I'm free on Friday. And so I said, All right, we're going to do something.
3: I said, Well, no, well, here's the deal we're both a little tipsy. Uh, I want to come see it anyway, but why don't we go home and sleep on it? And if tomorrow morning you still want me to come sing at it, then you let me know. (laughs) But in the meantime, I think on my train ride home, because I was still living up in Westchester, we were coming with ideas of what to do, and I said, "All right, I guess this is happening. This is this is real." And with it over voice memos, we put that that little thing together, and uh, with the dear Mister Gable bit. So we and, only uh, rehearsed
2: it once during the sound check. Yeah, season. that's
3: it. In the <laughs> two days we worked that Which out. Which is about
2: why we both look so lost.
3: Deers and headlights. Deer and headlights. But then I think after that show, it just, it felt so much fun. And we, Seth had a whole group out for drinks. And and uh, afterwards I just went, I said, I, I, I want to work with you again. Well, I don't know what, I don't know what. I don't know what we should do. I don't know how or where or what, but we need to sing together some, somehow, some way. And uh, that's it. And then we 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 hung out again over the summer. And I think the uh, the idea just sort of, came in, well, let's do a show. Let's, let's, let's do an act together. And here we are.
1: Well, I mean, it's not just the two of you on stage. You've got a great director. You've got a great musical director, uh, producer. L- let's talk about your entire team. Uh, once you had the idea and the, uh, I- uh, the seed for this show, um, how did you start putting your team together? Because you each individually have very successful careers in the world of cabaret.
2: Well, so we have kept um we we're both we've both done a lot of, a lot of shows, and Nicholas kind of um I just did my Barbara Streisand tribute a month ago he was a he was a guest on that show, and he sort of helped direct the material in some ways and um for this show, we don't have a director involved per se but we have a, a brilliant music director john Weber um, right. that's time,
1: great
2: it's the first time I've worked with him before um. We, we actually, we, he played for me once in a, a lineup that we did. Um, but to be honest, on this particular show, I mean, Nicholas is a secret pianist and or an arranger. Shh, and so <laughs> so he, he's... You're not
3: supposed to know that.
2: He would go off and, and take, you know, we have an idea, and he would put the keys together and the transitions and throw in stuff. And then I would say, well, what about this here? What if we do this this here? And he would be able to go off and put it together himself. So um, it, this show is kind of more the two of us mm-hmm. plus John Weber than... A lot of my other shows.
1: Well, you, you mentioned something earlier. I mean, the two of you had never met before you ran into each other that night. Is that true?
3: One time. No, you well, met, no, twice. I think we met twice. But one was after 54 Below somewhere with who? Who did we see? Scott Gorenstein.
2: Yes, I was walking with Scott, him, but right. I don't know who we've seen. we would seen we... someone
3: there. We were in, and then you came... We were at West Bank for a hot
2: minute. I stopped by once to hear him singing a couple of tunes at West Bank. I think he, he was... caught like a
3: song or two. And we were... It was at yeah. West Bank. It was loud. It was during pandemic. And we didn't
2: talk. No, we never, never, we never really
3: caught up. And it was, I think, actually, I think we became Facebook friends. I think then. And uh, that's, but that's but really, we, we knew, we knew of each other. I had known of Seth Sykes and I'd seen his videos, you know, but I'd never been to any of his shows. I'd never been to any of the concerts, you know, cause I'm working and right. he was, he'd never been to any of my shows. And, um, one of the biggest things I, that I make, makes me not to get sad on it all, but, uh, you know, we lost Mike Renzi last year and how I wish that, I, that Mike and Seth could have connected because they, they would have connected so, so brilliantly. And it would have been wonderful. And uh, it, it makes me very sad that that never happened. But, you know, Mike and I were busy doing our stuff. Seth is doing it. So we never had the time to, to, to reconnect until Ninth Avenue at like, you know, one o'clock in the morning. And oh, hi. And that's 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 it. That's basically it. Well, I, the word
1: that I chose for today is friendship. Uh, and uh, if anyone comments uh, with the uh hashtag friendship tonight, I they will get a very special uh giveaway. Um, when you're both, uh, when you're how do you balance out both of you have a wealth of material? Um, do you have a certain theme that you wanted to put together for this beyond the fact that the both of you are incredible belters? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, uh, I think one of the things that we have in common that we learned very early on was that we we listened to all the same music. We knew all the same references, the same artists, the same singers, the same albums, the same concerts. We knew all the same references from everything. We both mm-hmm. basically grew up, you know, uh, most kids grew up on like Barney and Sesame Street. We grew up on Liza Minnelli Live at Radio City, which is why when you ask who's responsible, it's, you know, that's kind of where that began. Because that's the exactly. that's what the Foundation and Judy at Carnegie Hall and all those, you know, all those albums that we just we know inside and out. And, um, uh, it just, it seemed like such an obvious choice to, to do something that we have in common, which is respect for and love really for the great showmen and showwomen of uh, times gone by that have shaped us, you know, whether we got to know them or not, you know, these people have, have shaped our lives and uh, we wanted to sort of pay tribute to them, uh, while still doing our own stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know,
2: the, the title is a reference to, uh, when Judy and Ethel and Richard knows, look at his now, yeah. at well, George, right? no, yes. Barbara and, and Ethel were both on Judy Garland show. And Ethel they referred to Barbara as the new belter. And um, so I just thought that was hilarious. Um, but <laughs> we're not going to we're not going to be belting the entire night.
1: Thank God. <laughs> Full disclosure. No, well, well, it would be okay if you did. I wanna just say that. But when you got the uh, when you put the show together uh, and you announced that you were doing this show. Uh, I am sure that immediately people wanted to book the show. Am I correct?
2: Yeah, some people did. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, some no. people
1: yes. to book the show.
0: Actually, everything's
1: uh, a song cue tonight. Everyone, yes, <laughs> with us, yes, and me too. Me too. That's oh, by my day. Dope. There's a soundtrack playing all day.
3: Um, we put we put out the announcement, and we got about I think seven bookings within the next couple of weeks across the country. So it turned in from uh, like a one night only uh, at the Green Room Forty Two this coming Saturday to now we're going on tour next week.
2: <laughs> Which is crazy. And I was like, I've never been on a tour
3: before. <laughs> it's like vaudeville,
1: you know. I know that you're gonna be at the Wick Theater in Florida. You're also going to be uh, at uh, Vitello's in LA. Uh, I will bring up the uh, poster. Uh, we'll talk about the, uh, some of the other venues uh, that you're gonna be performing in. And uh, w- uh, for you, Seth, I'll
2: start with you. Which of these venues are new to you? All of them. All of them. Wow. Well, literally all of them. I mean, I, I did play Green Room 42 once here, okay. but um, yeah, no, these are, all, these, are all, these are all new to me. And uh, thanks to Nicholas's amazing connections. <laughs> and, uh, and Nicholas, are any of these new to you?
3: Uh, yes. Uh, I've never played, uh, Gatsby's in Las Vegas. We're excited about that. We have a wonderful band. Uh, Dave Loeb will be our musical director who wonderful player on all the Disney films and every record made in LA in the eighties and nineties. He's terrific. And, uh, I, we've never been to martinis in San Diego. That's brand, brand new. Great venue um, by the way. We're very excited to play there. And also Oscars in Palm Springs. Now, I've been to, I've been to, to Palm Springs, uh, once before, Seth has never been, uh, but we're excited to play this this venue. We tried reaching out to a few different venues out there that never returned our phone calls. Well, so finally, going to change, right? So the people at Oscar, your price crazy, goes up. We, we would like to have you, and we said, well, fantastic, and we are very thrilled to have Michael Orland as our musical director for Palm Springs and LA and San Diego. And you couldn't uh, well, get also, anyone else. I know, right? Straight <laughs> from the bottom. Of the Michael, era. I love Michael Orland. That's incredible. He's the best. He's, the best. He's wonderful. Well,
1: interesting, you know, and I've quoted this before, but when I first started in this business, uh, long before either one of you were even on the scene, um, one of the best pieces of advice that I ever got from anyone, uh, and I give her credit for this, was from KT Sullivan. And KT said, have at least five musical directors that know your material, so you're never at a loss. I am sure that once uh, the condo circuit gets wind of this, that's going to be a whole new uh, ball game for you. Okay. I see cruise ships sure, sure. in your future. I see oh, all of- the- Is
2: circuit similar to, uh, to the uh, retirement home circuit? Is that- <laughs> in Yes. But tra- trust me, they are the best audiences in the world
3: because you're doing- well, them well, When, that they when love. the hearing aid is up, then they're yes. wonderful. If it's off, yes. then forget it. What did he say? Yes, but we'll talk about that after the show <laughs> <laughs> uh, when
1: you've got more time to talk with me.
2: Uh, but, uh, you, Richard, I have to tell you, you look, you look fantastic. It's the lighting.
1: It's the lighting. (laughs) lighting. I I am under uh, a lucille ball gauze tonight. So um, (laughs) thank you. But thank you for saying that. That's very nice of you. Um, But, you know, I have to tell you, we saw each other because I came to see you in Provincetown. And I was there the night that Sam Harris was in the audience. You actually introduced him. A photograph was taken of us after that. And I immediately, I think both of us went on a diet after that night. (laughs) <laughs> so we both have lost the weight, so that's good, so thank you for saying that, but, um, so you work with different musical directors, um, John Weber, let's start with him, because he's going to be playing for you at Green Room 42, what does he bring to the table for both of you?
3: Gosh, his brain is, well, first, his, his ability is, is- next it's otherworldly he, he doesn't he doesn't make any sense on paper uh but but his brain is i mean he knows every detail about everything that's ever. true you know he knows every date every oh do and, do he knows every birthday every oh this film that was released on march 18th 1967 with the score by i mean he, he's a he's a total savant when it comes to his trivia and his knowledge and you know that's kind of cool for, i think you know when we're trying to hone out what we what we want to do
0: it's you know, great yeah it
3: just adds energy i think it adds energy to because yeah that's to, the one thing that we lack is energy
2: <laughs> ah, um when you're when you're singing with a pianist you want them to be able to sound like a full band mm. you know like and and we haven't we haven't rehearsed yet with a you know we're only gonna have a trio on the show only um but but john um is a very special skill that you have that you can make it feel like you're you're the whole orchestra that wants a symphony yeah and you feel very supported and, and uh
1: and Michael Orlan have either, I mean, will this be the first time?
3: that Myself, have you. I haven't only
2: met him once.
3: Ah, He's phenomenal. I, I worked with him only one time. I mean, we've been friends for a very long time, but I, I worked with him once in, out in San Francisco. Uh, so I've known him for a long time. And when we thought about California, he was the first person to come to mind. And I thought, oh, my goodness, it'd be a, a, great, a great opportunity, you know, to get to work with him. Because we've always talked about working together, and we never really had. And I thought, well, this will be perfect, you know. And he's a fan of Seth's, and it was just an easy... I said, hey, Seth and I are doing a show. Would you be interested? And he went, I'm there. Give me the dates. If I'm there, I'm there, you know. Uh, and in Florida, when we play The Wick, we've got Billy Stritch uh, with us. So we've, we've got... Uh, who? <laughs> <laughs> Lane's nephew. No. Um, <laughs> no, we've got, we've got Bill Because I've known, you know, known Billy since I'm, what, like, 10, 10, 11 years old. So I he... Responded straight away and said yes. Of course, we'll you know we'll, we'll make it happen. So we've got a private party that we're doing down there with Billy and Seth and I, and then we're doing uh, uh, the public gig at the WIC on December sixth. And then we just got booked. It's not on the poster, but uh, on December. Ow. Sorry, I just <laughs> got my COVID booster. I know guys. it's booster.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I know. I saw. I saw
1: your uh, your uh, photo with that. that Eliza with a V. Vax. Yes. Yes.
0: We're playing a club
3: in Boston on December twenty second. So that's another added date to that uh, to this little tour. So Seth, I want to talk to you
1: for just a moment because you have done these incredible videos, uh, you know, Far Island and uh, Rahobut Beach and elsewhere. Um, are the two of you going to do something together?
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> a very funny question. That's the it, timing is very interesting.
3: Funny. You mention it.
0: Yes. Uh,
2: we have, a, we have a, a, a little idea. A seedling. A seedling our, of an idea. But he wants to do it before the concert on Saturday. And I keep saying, I think you're crazy.
3: <laughs> I am crazy. But I, I think... I th- I... Stay, tuned.
2: <laughs> Stay tuned. Well, can it, we have an
3: exclusive right here? <laughs> I don't know if I remember the words. Well, <laughs> fun fact. We did record an audio. So now the only thing left to do is actually record the actual video. You
2: know? It's a very... I've never even seen it. It's a very niche. A pure niche, candor and ebb, special material... Kind of song that uh, <laughs> I, I would say I'll just give you a hint that, that Liza
3: was involved. In yeah, na- naturally. Um, naturally. What's, what's the song? Not, I don't you know, I don't know. What's that? Can you tell us what the song is? Fine. Uh, it's well, it's it's a it's a uh, recreation uh, done in our own way of the opening scene of the Liza and Goldie television special from 1982, which was basically Liza's audition, Liza mm-hmm. and Goldie's audition to play Roxy and Velma in Chicago, the film, which never got made, which is a total travesty that oh, never happened would have been perfect but uh we're, we're toying around with the idea and we'd like to we're gonna try to do we're gonna attempt see to but see, i
2: love this because like some of the some of the uh the videos and things that i i like find to, I, and, and like to perform and make videos of are pretty obscure things and this is totally random he sent it to me I was like i was like oh my god i love this
3: like, like like last night or but he was like
2: ago? but i was like we don't have time to make this before our concert on saturday <laughs> And, and yet we just recorded it, so we'll see. The of
1: of you you do. It, yeah. But do you know this song Together Again for the first time? Yes, I have that album. I love that album. I think the two of you should
3: learn that song. I think it would be a great opening song for both of you. I didn't even think about it. Um, and I love that record. It's it's a terrific album. And no, I love that 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 both Martha and Carol are singing on it. There's no shtick. And for anyone who wants to hear Carol and Martha just sing their faces off, it is such a good album. It's never been digitized to my knowledge and um, so if they can find the LP, go get it. Cause I, I when you held that up, I got it's, so excited. It's
2: so funny because I don't, I've heard that song probably once before, but I, I don't know the song and it keeps coming up. Like um, people keep mentioning it or you, I don't know. It's come up several times lately, but, but I was um, an assistant to the music department on young Frankenstein, the musical. And there's a song in that called together again for the first time. And so every time I hear it, I want And that's a really good song. Mel Brooks song to uh, well, Mel Brooks and Glenn Kelly. Um, and I sort of want us to sing that too, but uh, the next show together again for the first time. <laughs> we've only met in a dream. Up until now, has been the worst time. I don't know. So how does this
3: song go? Sing it for me, boys. Uh, I don't know. Really. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want uh, Nicholas to sing it. No, I don't. I don't know it. I've only heard it a couple times. I don't know well enough. But that's but. I'll, no, I'll send you the recording. So. <laughs> but I, I want to give a shout out to Frank Saletti, who's
1: watching, and Frank yes, Saletti... Frank. Uh, he sent me today uh, a Hirschfeld clock, Carol Channing clock that he just got in an estate cell. So Frank had arrived today intact. So thank you very much for that. So I, I, I have one.
2: one. <laughs> Hi Frank. <laughs> 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 um,
1: we'll see, get Eliza and a uh, Judy clock for each of you. And uh, so Eliza well, up here. Look, if you, you
2: look just look up just a little bit, they're both there actually. Well, of I course know. they are. I, why wouldn't they be there? Why wouldn't they be there? And look, Barbara's right there, actually. Yes, <laughs>
1: looking she over, over your shoulders. shoulders. So, um, why did I mean this music? Uh, I love this music. It resonates so deeply with me. Um, and I know Nicholas that you pr- you practically grew up with this music. Uh, Seth, you came into the business a little later uh, in your life, uh, but you have made this music for both of you your life's work.
2: Why is that? Well, um, gosh, I mean, a singer sings, right? I mean, that's that's the the essence of it. A singer has to sing, and a singer sings the songs that make them feel good and make inspire them. And these have always been the kinds of songs I've liked. I don't like music. The, uh, I don't respond very often to music after song time. You know, um, it's just not really my thing. Um, and I find that these old songs that we do, that we both talked to, the the craft that went into writing them seems to be so much more uh, of a higher quality than some of the the pop music that's poured out today, which, you mm-hmm. know, I can pop along. I love Ariana Grande. And, of you know, but I love, you know, but it's, I love that these songs um, have, a, have a craft to them
3: and, um, you know, they mean something i mean they, they tell stories you know because a lot of these songs that we sing from the great american songbook are re- like most of them come from uh from broadway shows so they're usually used in the show to advance a plot line so they they do have a beginning a middle and an end. they've got a, 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 you know, a story a full story and i think when when you when you compare it to what's out today you know which is just like a, a repetitive maybe phrase that just gets repeated over and over again to a beat yeah, it's fun to dance to, and who doesn't love to go to a bar and dance and whatever? all that's great! But I love Mariah. Come on, it's all it's all great stuff. But you know, Beyonce. but when you want to get to like the meat of stuff and something that maybe can say something better in a way that you maybe can't, or express an emotion that maybe you can't, you know, and that's why I think Sondheim is a perfect example because he gets into the to the marrow of a subject or into the into the, the inner workings of an emotion and says it in a way that no one else can can get to. And you know, it just it, it just it speaks to me. It speaks to you, you know. And I think it just it became. I don't know. It's just such a no-brainer. I remember, being like, on well, we both had a similar experience, on, like on the playground, yeah. in school. I'd be like, "Who are you singing?" I got rhythm, like, <laughs> I got music, I got my man. Who can... yeah, like, and wait. I and I was singing Swanee. I was getting on my <laughs> knee and go Swan. I'm like on the whole thing, Mammy, <laughs> Rockabye. Like we were singing the same stuff, you know. At least the songs I was singing were weren't problematic, <laughs> right? Thank you. <laughs> At least you had that. Um, I, but uh, you know, so it's. I think we've always sort of been that way. And um, yeah, and and um,
2: oh,
1: what was I gonna say? I'm gonna so uh, ask each of you, and we're going to exclude the famous Judy Garland, uh, Barbara Streisand, Get Happy, Happy Days uh, duet. We are on yeah. that. Seth, what is your favorite duet that you, I mean, when two people have come together that you have actually been absolutely blown away by that duet?
2: Oh man. Well, <laughs> the second thing that comes to mind <laughs> is is the Hooray for Love medley with Judy and Barbara.
0: <laughs> well, and, yeah.
2: God, too bad. Oh, actually, you know, who is it? um Porgy and Best Oh, Oh, Victimone. And it all comes back, there's always Judy from me. So mm-hmm. uh, Judy and Victimone did Vic Victimone, absolutely. Did this incredible thing of Porgy and Best on the Judy Garland show, which is a whole medley oh. of tunes from it. And it's just the most. Goosebumps. goosebumps. It's just the most incredible thing. I made him watch it many times. Oh, my gosh, goosebumps. I don't know. And then...
1: um my favorite uh, is the Peggy Lee with the two of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. What about you, Nicholas?
2: What are the songs in that medley? What is it? It's it's a men medley, isn't it?
1: I, I like men. I like men. men. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah,
2: men yeah. Men It's great. <laughs>
3: but once again, back to Judy.
1: <laughs> yes, of course. And you, Nicholas?
3: Oh, um, well, if we're sticking in this genre, um, I would say one of the things that m- just gets me completely because I just I love the way it's written. I love everything about it. Is uh, Liza did a concert with Charles Aznavour in 1992 in Paris, uh, and it was arranged by mm-hmm. Billy Stritch, and they did a great American songbook medley, and it's just one one hit after another. "I Love Is Here to Stay," "I've Grown Accustomed to Her Face," "Dream," uh, "These Foolish Things." It's all some of the greatest songs I've ever ever written, and it ends with uh, a Charles Aznavour song. "There Is a Time," you know. And they do it half in French and half in English, and then they they overlay. I think it had to be Billy's idea, because he's a genius like that, to put, there is a time over New York, New York, as the bows. Da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da, you know. And it's just, it's like a 16-minute moment of pow. And if if it's up on YouTube, anyone go watch it. It's I think it's just called The Medley, because there's no name for it, but it's Charles Aznavour and Liza Minnelli. And I think it's 16 minutes of just bliss. I I I don't think, and if we're going to go, you know, even further, we watched this the other night. Uh, Lies of Frank and Sammy. Now that's true, oh, yes. but, it's, but it's a similar idea. event. 20 minutes, the ultimate event where they just do 20 minutes of their hits and they're playing off each other and just the love on stage more than the music. Music is phenomenal, but it's the love that they have for each other and the respect that they have on each other. It's amazing. On stage. You know, you can tell they love everything that each one is doing. They're playing off each other and they just respect each other so much. And it's, it's a joy to watch.
2: Well, so we're going to have one the, they're at the ju- duet from the Judy Garland show, which we haven't mentioned. That we might be doing in our show, but we're not going to say what it is. You oh, have to come see the show if you right. want to see this, the medley. That's,
1: the true. That's
0: true.
2: That's true. all you get.
1: A very well-known medley. Is it one that we referred to tonight? No, oh, it's not one of the ones
2: we just
3: talked about. It's, it's not Happy Days, I will tell you. I don't do it Absolutely. We've done
2: that all over town for free.
3: <laughs> At every piano bar in town. We're <laughs> not doing it for a cover charge. No way. <laughs> So I'm going to have a little fun with both of you guys. I've got some
1: random questions that were just for the fun of it, and uh, and like I said, we're going to do this since we started uh, tonight with Nicholas alphabetically. I'll start with you, Seth. So you get to pick a number, one or two, and uh, it's a random question. And uh, so, and then I will ask uh, Nicholas the next question. So,
2: um, I'm going to say one.
1: Okay, Okay. and the question is. What's your dream car? <laughs> do you drive?
2: Only when I have to. I don't know. I don't know cars at all. So like, okay, I can I'm, see him. I can see him I'm, on a tractor singing "Howdy car. Neighbor." What? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I would say. I mean, I was gonna say just a private, you know, BMW chauffeur all the time. But, yes, of course. <laughs> and what do you want? A tractor was
1: fine. To I'm, do "Howdy Neighbor." Howdy neighbor. Uh, Nicholas, the next Howdy question. Um, this is a statement actually, pay it forward. Uh, give, uh, after, uh, well, if you were to share this show tonight with someone that you say you have to see this interview, who is that person that you feel has to see this interview tonight?
3: Everybody, I think everyone should see this interview. Because <laughs> you're <they're laughs> one of the best interviewers well, around.
1: Thank you, and you share uh, this with the well. world.
3: I think everyone should see it. I think it should be. No. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I think everyone should should see it. And, every, and everyone should be lucky enough to be interviewed by you. So I don't oh. know. I know. What a nice <laughs> thing to
1: say. What a nice thing to say. Okay. So I've got some fun questions here. And they're mostly about the career and the business. Uh, starting with you, Seth. Um, in your career, you would. What one regret do you have that hasn't happened
3: so far?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Um,
3: Hmm. Want some more wine? (laughs) Uh, Angela
1: Bakari says she needs to see uh, that you need to share this with
3: your grandmother, but she's watching.
0: Well, and I, I you know and
3: I thought about that, Nani, and I didn't say you because I know you're watching. So She's why would I say That makes no logical sense? Also hi, yes. and I love you, and I give you a big old hug. <laughs> oh, I love her. Um,
2: I guess my answer to your question would be I haven't I've never sung with a with an enormous orchestra. I haven't done anything with a huge band. When I have my band it's fifty four, it's seven pieces, but I've never done a huge show like that. So that would be pretty glorious to get to do someday. Well, I see that coming. I really do. Uh, Nicholas, uh,
1: the best thing that work brings out in you is? Work?
3: Yes, your career. Um, I think my, my efficiency. I think um, I tend to be a little bit more go with the flow. I get very, like, not lazy, that's wrong rumor, but I, I'm very much like, eh, whatever, you know, take it as it comes day by day. But when it comes to time to work and I'm on the clock um, – I get very efficient and I want to get the job done. And I love a task. I love an assignment. And I think it brings out that quality in me that tends to be lacking on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> but you see it more come out when I, when I have to work. And I, need to have de- I do better with deadlines. I do better spinning 96 plates at the same time than spinning one. I'd rather spin 96 than spin one. And I think I get it accomplished easier. Um, both of you,
1: obviously, individually, what's your work ethic like, together? I mean, do you both are basically on the same page when it comes to that
3: oh yeah i think so absolutely um I, I think that was the first thing actually that i that i really admired about him over the voice memos over the over the phone trying to come up with the judy thing was like oh my gosh the way he works the way that his brain works is very similar to to how i tend to operate and just it just felt so easy It was like well, finally someone that you know i can actually i i told him this and i've said this before the only time i've i felt this before that's sort of like you know um work ethic chemistry was with Mike Renzi, who had, we had the same, we spoke the same language and getting to work with Seth has been this, basically a very similar experience of like, you know, lightning bolt ideas and sparks and this and that will do this. And, and Seth has terrific, um, uh, uh instincts. And so I, I trust him very, very much because he's got great natural instincts. And so the, the work ethic, I think just comes very, the work great, na- is great naturally. when it
2: comes to the creation of the show. Um, yeah. I, I have other jobs that I have to I've, I don't have as much time as him. So <laughs> sometimes I don't know the lyrics as well as I need to, um, but uh, no, when it we'll comes to- We'll get a teleprompter. No, it's it's really, it really happens very naturally when we come up with an idea. He'll come up with something and I'll say, how about, yes.
3: It's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. perfect. It's fun. Well,
1: Howard Tucker has a comment and I want to second this comment. I I totally agree with him. Uh, he said, he uh, Nicholas loved your duet uh, with Norm Lewis. What a wonderful world. Thank and you. I absolutely, it, it's just a glorious uh, recording. So Thank congratulations you. on that. Um, so uh, Seth, um, finish the statement. I go to work to finish the statement.
2: Entertain. <laughs> Entertain.
1: And you succeed. <laughs> okay, Nick. Um I love that money in this business helps me to
3: finish. Money? Did you say money in this business? (laughs) I think you read that that very, very wrong. I I, know, but we do it for the love of it. Me, bar money (laughs) to go to see shows and to and to you know have a have a glass of wine or a cocktail and. and no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I mean, it depends. We're talking cabaret, we're talking about concerts. No, I, don't, I mean, you know, I, I do wish I know, that...
1: Uh, well, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Kathleen Hartwork is here, and she says she can't wait to see you both on Saturday. Um, ah, yay! Can't wait for you to come and see it. Yes. Uh, Seth, uh, the people I enjoy working with the most are... Mm. Smart. Mm. Well, uh Nicholas?
3: yeah I think I'd actually say the same thing uh smarter than me i would even I would even say people who enjoy okay. with the most are smart much smarter than I could ever be um, today. <laughs> oh, so you just touched on this,
1: and both of you can address this uh, the challenge with money in cabaret is <laughs> the challenge with what money uh, in- with, with <laughs> money in cabaret is is that, it
3: doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs>
1: See,
2: everybody, it's all for the love of it. They need you to be there. Um, I mean, so, I mean, I think it's from, I don't, you make money out of town. Yes. That's what I've learned. And private gigs. Yeah. Yes. You don't make so much money on the cabaret, you know, on stages in New York.
3: We already know where we're taking a loss on this tour, but we also know the place that we're going to make a gain. So it's, you know, it it all evens out. That's great. And ultimately, Um, when you really love something, it's not always about the money. It's about... I asked
1: earlier where uh, this should be shared. Share this at all the venues that you're going to play so that they can all see this. (laughs) So, Seth, um, uh, Seth, how do you desire to be remembered? Oh. um, (laughs) Wow.
2: I I don't know. I really honestly think I feel like if people could just say, he made me laugh, that'd be great.
1: (laughs) Good, good. Uh I'm going to read a statement. Uh again Howard Tucker gave me this incredible calendar. Uh it's uh a be kind everyday calendar. And I'm going to read a quote and then uh Nicholas I want you to expound upon this quote. The quote is from Eric Hoffer and it says kindness can become its own motive. We are more uh we are made kind by being kind. Um kindness is something that a lot of people maybe in this business especially, and I know that you're one of the kindest people I know, what does kindness mean to you in terms of this business? Because I'm sure you've experienced kindness and maybe, have you ever uh, experienced unkindness in this business?
3: Yes, of course. I mean, I think you, I think you encounter un- unkindness in any business really because there, mm-hmm. there are always miserable people somewhere. But I think that the, the key to all of it, for me at least, is gratitude. Because if you're grateful for something, and you can find something to be grateful about because it might just be a crummy situation. But if you can find one thing to be grateful about and really feel gratitude, then that, that does something in here that manifests kindness to other people. And, you know, oftentimes it's people that are disgruntled or that are unhappy with their lot in life or maybe because they haven't achieved something or because they feel this or feel that way. And it, it, they're not grateful for the experience that they did have and they get more regretful of things that they don't have. And it, it turns into an unkindness or a bitterness that comes out, and and I, I always feel like it's such a shame because we we're in the happy business, you know we make people happy when we make music, mm-hmm. and that alone is something to be very grateful about. <clears throat> and I feel like the more that we can focus on the gratitude, I think the, the more the more happy you are, and the more the more kindness you can show. But gratitude that's that's my that's the quality that I I, I look for all the time.
1: Well, uh, thank you for uh, for putting it out there, uh, Seth. I've got another quote. Uh, And this is from uh, Roald Dahl. And it says, I think probably kindness is my number one attribute in in a human being. I'll put it before any of the things uh, like courage, bravery, generosity, or anything else. Kindness, that simple word, to be kind, it covers everything. In my mind, if if you're kind, that's it. Same question. Uh, Have you dealt with unkindness in this business? And if so, what gets you through it?
2: Well, the first thing I want to say is that that basically is my philosophy. I I truly believe that, and you can't always succeed in this hundred percent of the time. Is that I have tried I have tried to be kind to everyone I've ever met, and it's just something I live by. You mm-hmm. can't always succeed because you're not always in the best mood, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and some people take things you say the wrong way, and I understand that. And if you understand that. Then you have an understanding that when someone treats you in a way that you feel is unkind, that maybe it's because of reasons that don't have anything to do with you. But yes, these, the, listen, <laughs> the people, there are people in this business that are really, really... Unkind is not maybe the word I would use, but... Um,
1: what is the word you would use?
2: Uh, dismissive? I guess, you know, no one likes the feeling of being dismissed, and um, I'm sure I've done it, I do it right and left, because again, how many people can you not dismiss in a day? But right. um, but um, I don't know, I mean, people are very protective. People, people who love Judy and Liza and Barbara <laughs> are very protective of that catalog, that everyone feels like they belong to them, and so when you when you stick your neck out there and, and try to sing their song. I, I,
1: want, I, I want to address that because um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, and uh, there, in June, I devoted all of my shows to Judy Garland. Um, and there were a lot of people that were, I mean, my numbers went through the roof. But there were also distractors out there. Who not necessarily at me, but the guests that I had on the show, knocking oh. them. Um, what do you think it is about this overprotective quality that people have with both Judy and Liza? I mean,
2: that they are I have seen it's like, people- it's, like, it's like when people you know insult your mother or something. You you're like, don't talk about my mama that way. I mean, people people feel so so surely that they belong to them and they love her them the most mm-hmm. that if anyone else, if they see that someone else is, you know, feels like they love her more then they get jealous or something. It's a, it's a protective thing. And it's, it's almost crazy to, uh, to describe because it's almost religious, you know, mm-hmm. it's so weird. It's called Judaism. It is. Yes. No, it is. Um,
1: Again, from my calendar, uh, and this is for you, Nicholas, um, and this is a statement, self-love might look like focusing on my blessings simply because it's the kindest thing to do to myself. Uh, So today's self-love action, uh, would focusing on what's going well, be a kindness to myself today. I'll play a game where every hour of this day, I'll think of one tiny or a very large thing to be grateful for. And you mentioned early, uh, earlier that you uh, practice gratitude. Um, do you really, at the end of the day, look at the things that you're grateful
3: for? Uh, I wish I could say that. I think I do it at, in the morning. <laughs> I think people are usually kinder to themselves in the morning than they are at night. When you go to bed, you go, oh, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. Or, or, you know, and you get all like, and you wanna go to sleep. And, but in the morning, I, I try to start out that way because you know there's less on your mind. You know you have the whole day ahead of you, and uh, I think I try to start the day looking. At, okay, what do I have? What do I want? What, what's what's coming? What's not coming? What can I do to improve this and And I think in the mornings that's that's when I tend to be a lot more positive, even though I'm not a morning person at all. I don't I don't typically like to be around around humans <laughs> in the in the in the AM hours unless it's like you know one or two AM. Um, but no, I, that's that's how I that's how I tend to. To, to be. I, I, I like to... In terms
1: of setting uh, your rehearsal time, are you both on the same page as far as the best time to do it?
3: Yeah, oh yeah. not the morning. Oh, yeah, not the morning. <laughs> but in the morning, no. And we've had to. We've had to do a couple morning really, several, yeah, because John Weber is the busiest man on the planet, and he's working with every singer on, in the world, and we had to carve out... He's like, well, I have a no window from 9.30 to 10.45, and we're like, we'll take it. <laughs> so we've had to do it, and it's like, oh, Lord, is it torture? You know? Climbing, continue- it, you know, climbing into "Don't Tell Mama" at nine thirty in the morning is a is a <laughs> horrifying feeling. You know the I know. smell of lice ball. I hole know. And, uh, I
1: and, know. <laughs> and continuing with the same theme with you, Seth, um, it says today. Let me find a few quiet moments to come home to myself and connect with my energetic heart. I'll put my hand over my physical heart, get quiet, and tune into what it's being feing, uh, feeling lately. Do you really take the time to just? decompress and to get away from everything do you find that you have time to do that
2: i i wish i had more time to do it um i do i do i'm a reader so i like to spend a lot of alone time with my books uh i haven't had a lot of time to do that lately look at all my books look at all these books i need to read over there um it's been a very busy year um so yes alone time to me is precious and uh not just important but um uh, vital to my being uh, able to, I don't know, hang function. Up. Function. Yeah. Because, because if I don't get it and I'm constantly around people, then I get crazy, but I don't, <laughs> I do not, unfortunately uh, do take the time that I should to, to do the gratitude thing. And it's something mm-hmm. that I want like to do because I think it'll make me feel better.
0: I have well, a lot. Sorry. to be for
1: Um, Nicholas um when did you feel that you had the most fun in your career other than connecting with Seth
3: <laughs> you're you know you're good See, he's good at that oh gosh um you know i, I don't, it's it's funny i don't remember ones you know you tend to remember sort of the naturally you tend to go to the negative things first i think mm-hmm. that's what I remember first mm-hmm. and i think that um, a question like that helps me realize that i think overall it's it's been a pretty Pretty wonderful ride it's been a, it's been a pretty positive ride um, I don't I don't I, c- I can't say that I've, I've had many dips many negative dips I think you know those have been very far between I've been very lucky I think to and surrounded by really positive and talented and supportive people uh, starting with my parents and uh, and you know other just wonderful mentors and people along the way that have taken me under their wing I don't know I that's I think it's a hard question because I think it's it's all a lot of it has been pretty good
1: you know? that's wonderful that's great uh, Seth, of all the people that you know, who has a, nintra- a natural, uh, other than Nicholas, <laughs> who has a natural s- uh, sense of style that you most envy?
2: Oh, my God. Style? <laughs> That's <laughs> interesting. Oh, <laughs> <My> God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Liza. I don't know. It always goes uh, back I
1: mean, nice is fine. That's, that's what I. That's, not even Max,
2: a, Max, sure, Max. Max has, has great it. style. Max, Max has, has great it. style. My former roommate. Okay.
1: <laughs> did did your former roommate take the style with him?
2: It's the
3: style. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I tease him because the man can like literally leave his house at like eight a.m come back at like, you know, 11 PM, be out all day and still look fresh as a daisy in a suit. And you're like, how do you do it? It's like, I don't understand how someone can look so just well put together. You know, I go to the mailbox, I come back and I look like a mess. You know, this, this guy can be in a suit for 12 hours and still look fantastic.
1: I (laughs) saw yesterday the the greatest (laughs) tweet on Twitter. Somebody tweeted about Ariana DeBoz, who I love, love, love. Uh, saying that she this yellow dress that she wore in West Side Story, that mm-hmm. she should wear a yellow dress like that all the time when she goes to the supermarket, when she goes to the mailbox, <laughs> when she takes out the garbage, uh, just for the fun of it. And Ariana DeBose actually responded to the tweet and said, "Who's to say that I don't do that?"
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so <laughs> I love that. I um she
3: did the choreography that goes with it?
1: So. Judy Garland once said that she felt the safest on stage. Do each of you feel the same way? I don't. You don't. Where do you feel the safest, Seth?
2: Um, With a glass of red wine and a novel. <laughs> well, I mean. That's yeah. fine. I mean, that's, that's one answer, but I think I'd feel equally safe if not safer um, around a piano with friends. I think that's the that's the
3: safest place for me.
1: I love that. What a great answer! Uh, and you, Nicholas?
3: Pretty much the same thing. I, I I'm much more happy after. Sh- I hate one of the things I despise the most about doing concerts is having to go and st- hashtag friendship is having to. Uh, stand in a receiving line and have everyone tell you how wonderful you are. It's, it's, it's awkward. It's terrible. You know, cause of course, what else are they going to say? You stunk, you know? So it's, it's always a bit of a, of a hassle. What I would, what I love the most, where I feel the most happy when I'm working is when the show is over and we've done a decent job or a great job or a just so, so job. And there's about maybe, Four or five of us, and we're sitting around with a glass of wine and a cocktail, sitting around in a, in a restaurant, in a booth, whatever, and just talking and just relaxing and just being together after. That's that's my favorite way to decompress. That is the best place. I've, that's the place I feel the most happy after a show or during a show is afterwards. <laughs>
1: Well, I want to remind everybody tonight, if you are in New York City and you can get there quick enough, get to uh, Birdland at 830. You're going to be part of the lineup with Susie Mosher tonight at 830. What are you performing tonight?
3: A song (laughs) from our show. You can't tell us what it is? oh so sure we it. can tell you it's a it's a it's a johnny mercer bobby darren duet called two of a kind because oh, i love it well, naturally because when once we started getting to know each other we went oh gosh we have you know we are two of a kind we're cut from the same cloth so the song but with a quite, very special twist it's a little twist we have some some specialty lyrics and we have a little section in the middle of some other other songs we threw in there it's a, a little medley if you will
2: are you going to film it tonight oh i don't know somebody Could not be. professionally but pro- yes, probably okay well somebody <laughs> send it to
1: <laughs> me um before we do my giveaway for tonight, I want to ask each of you, like I said, the word friendship. What does friendship mean to each of you in this business? And I'll start with you, Seth.
2: It means everything. I would not be here even close to where I, what I've done if it weren't for my friends. I mean, whether it be doing an arrangement for me for little money or, you know, for letting me use their apartment to rehearse or, you know, also it's just it's all about friendship it would never happen i would never have been able to have a career in the in cabaret if it weren't for all the friends i met along the way and the 15 years i lived here before i started singing again or 14 or 13 years yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all about friendships and if you if they're, you don't feel like they're a friend um let them go <laughs> why work with someone if they're not also a friend
3: absolutely and you nicholas Um, I think it's, I think it's the only thing to have. I mean, I I don't believe in competition. I I think that there's, um, there's room for everybody. Everyone has something special. And I think the minute that someone starts pushing you away or starts trying to categorize you move you away or, or not show you support and something something's off and i don't believe in that i believe in supporting everybody i think some i think every single performer in this community or otherwise has something to offer and if you can be friends with them you know i think you were probably the last one that i you know i think i try to go see as many young male crooners as possible i think you were the last one that i ever got to see you know because i think it's it's important to support each other you know you have to be there for each other i think there's nothing more important than that you're the best friends anybody ever had. Just a perfect plan. Your
0: brother, friendships have been
1: for Ours will still be, great. still be great. You're the best friends anybody ever had.
0: What? And it's funny, <laughs> but I
1: feel as if I've known you all the time. Let's do a giveaway. I, I love this. I love both of you guys so much. Thank you for doing tonight's show. And uh, let's see That's who awesome. our winner is going to be tonight. Thank you all for being here. Uh, oh my God, I just love you. Uh and Pico. And, and Pico is uh, he, you know, he supports this show, he sends contributions to the show. Pico. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh do me a favor, give me a call in an hour and a half. Give me 90 <laughs> minutes. I need that time. What uh, is the you know, word out about tonight's show? But call me <laughs> later and let's talk. You promise we're gonna talk tonight. So I'm gonna remove uh, I am going to have my closing comments for tonight and then I'm going to leave the screen and you both have the closing comments. It can be about anything we talked about tonight that you want to build upon anything that we didn't talk about that you wish we had or just any final message you want to leave everyone with. Um, As I said, the word that I picked tonight was friendship and uh, friendships. They are both on the money when they say this Um, without friendships, there's nothing in this business, and I have been very, very fortunate with the friends that I've made along the way, the ones that show up night after night after night, uh, the ones who lift me up, uh, and even those who are not there physically or mentally or spiritually for me, I know where you are, and I thank you all for being here. Um, Yesterday, um, my sister called me uh, to tell me about the passing of Leslie Jordan. Mm -hmm. And I only got the chance to meet Leslie once. Um, I regret the fact that I never got that interview and I never got a chance to really spend a lot of time with him. But we did spend an afternoon together one time, uh, Michelle Lee, uh, Leslie Jordan, and myself. I've never laughed so much in my life. My sides were splitting. Uh, Did you both ever get a chance to meet him?
2: Sadly, I never got a chance to meet him. And I don't want to interrupt your story too much, but... um... His death really affected me yesterday in a, like almost in a in a in a bigger way than um, Angel Lansbury last week. Yeah. You know, it was, it, it was really hard for me. And, uh, and but I, sadly, I didn't get to meet him. I I, I am tangentially related to him, uh, uh, related to him through the family, but I never got to, to meet him. Not through my per, my. Uh, well. I
1: I agree with you. It affected me in such a strong way because of the randomness of his passing. And, of course, I called Danny my husband uh, the moment my sister called me. And the first thing Danny said to me was, had he been sick for a while? And, of course, I looked it up, and it was this horrible accident. I bring this up. I don't want to end the show on a morbid note, but I I use this because – Thank God for the gifts that he gave to the world and that he will continue to give. Uh, Thank God for film, as Liza says, and that's entertainment. It's captured forever and it's there. We can watch him. And all through COVID, he got us through COVID with all of his Videos. uh, videos and his Instagrams and everything. And he built an entire community of love and happiness through those videos and if i'm able to do a little portion of that i will be very very happy um but i say this because at the end of every show i always say to go out and do something nice for somebody else without expecting anything in return go to your facebook friends list and reach out to the fifth name that pops up and reach out with a phone call seth and nicholas i want you to do the same thing reach out with the phone call and let that person know what they mean to you because we're not promised tomorrow. You don't know what tomorrow is going to bring any of us. So all this outpouring of love that he, that is happening on social media today, it would have been nice if that same outpouring of love was in existence five weeks ago so that mm-hmm. he could have seen how much he meant to the world. Uh, and that's my Ask of all of you tonight. As my dear friend Sean Monegar always says, we're all in this together, but we're not in the same boat. Uh you never know what someone else is going through right now. But I always say if you're gonna go out in a boat, make sure you bring a skipper along. So wow. I'm gonna leave the screen and Seth and Nicholas, it's all yours. And when you say goodbye, the final credits will roll and have a great performance tonight. I wish I could be there. Thanks a lot and all good things. It's Thank all yours. You. And a five, six,
3: seven, eight. Uh, uh, um,
2: yeah. No, I, I, I just want to say that, um, uh, the, the fact that you do this so often and, and champion so many people and singers and performers, is, I think is Richard is very meaningful and clearly it comes from the heart and, um, you are, you're one of a kind and,
3: you know, thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having, <laughs> us. thanks for having us. And thanks to everybody who supports Richard week after week. And, and we hope that, uh, you know, you continue to support him and, Richard's, you know, it's just, it's a, it's, it's one a cycle. It gets a cycle, you know, that's what it is. That's yeah. what it's all about. And we hope to continue the cycle. We hope you come see us and we hope that we can share some love with you uh, at our shows. If you're, if you're in t- any one of the towns or in all the towns that we'll be in, we'd love to see you. Uh, we appreciate your lovely comments and your, your kindness and your support. And how can we sing them off? I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> What's a good, good goodbye song? But uh, I will know. <laughs> Well, what's our. It's very clear. (laughs) Our love is here to to stay. stay. Not Not for for a
2: year, year, but
3: ever and a day.
0: In time, the Rockies may crumble, Gibraltar may tumble. They're they're only made made of clay, clay, but our love is here to stay. stay
3: not Tuesday, but it
0: is Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Thanks. Everybody Thanks Richard. Going.
3: With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.